The following is a sermon from the Vicar and Sure Foundation, a church located in Woodside, Queens, New York, the world's most diverse community. For more information and for more audio content, go to sure-foundation.org. That day, when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along, just as he was, in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind and the waves, wind and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. And the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. This is the gospel of our Lord. Please be seated. In this text, you can really feel that there's some tension going on in, in this boat. And, and it is a tense situation. The storm comes out of nowhere, and the disciples are gripped by fear. They are sure that they, they're wondering if they're going to make it. These are some of the disciples who have been lifelong fishermen, and they're terrified of this storm that has come out of nowhere. And so they wake up Jesus to, to question, but, but really it's a lot more of an accusation. Teacher, don't you care if we drown? In response, Jesus stands up, speaks, and instantly it is calm. But the tension is still there. And, and that's when Jesus asks his disciples, why are you so afraid? you still have no faith? And, and the reason I think that we can identify that as a real tense moment is because that's something that could just as easily be asked of us at the times in our lives when we're afraid. During those times when, when our lives are rocked by stormy seas. And, and I'm not just talking about any kind of fear. I'm talking about real fear, the kind that, that keeps you up at night, the kind where you can feel your heart just sink, the kind of fear that causes us to sometimes cry out, Jesus, don't you care about us? But in this story, Jesus shows his disciples why they do not need to be afraid. And, and he shows us too. And in this morning, I want to share with you a message of encouragement from Jesus. Why are you so afraid? I'm here with you, and I am your peace. It can be easy to be real tough on the disciples when, when you hear this story. Because here the disciples are panicking, worried that they're going to die, and, and Jesus is in the boat with them. But, but before we, we, we get too, when we're too hard on the disciples, maybe look, take a look at our own lives. Because we know Jesus promises to be with us always, but 
what happens when those storms come into our lives? And these storms take a ton of different shapes and sizes, and, and they look different for everyone. Maybe it's financial situation where bills are piling up and, and it's hard to find work. Or maybe it's a temptation that, that you're struggling with. And, and it brings into, into mind this uncertainty of whether or not we're going to be able to overcome it. Maybe it's the uncertainty that comes into your life when a central relationship kind of falls apart and you're left wondering, looking at the pieces, wondering what comes next. Or maybe it's the uncertainty when a loved one dies. The disciples were uncertain whether they were going to survive. They were uncertain if Jesus was going to help them. And, and this uncertainty, that, that causes fear. That's something that, that we can understand. And, and it's during those times when, when, we're, when that uncertainty comes into our life that the devil loves to whisper in our ear, Jesus doesn't really care. And, and it's at those times that our faith gets shaken, wondering, because we pray and pray and pray and nothing seems to change. Jesus, do you even care if we drown? Jesus was with his disciples in that boat. And if you keep that in mind, it kind of makes the question they ask Jesus, you care if we drown, ridiculous, if you think of the reason that Jesus was in that boat with them. And I'm not just talking about that Jesus wanted to get to the other side of the lake. Why Jesus was here on earth, he cared deeply about those disciples. He cared deep, he cares deeply about you and I. He was here on earth, became a man in order to save those disciples, to save you and me. And here in this in this uh, in this story, we get a glimpse of Jesus as true man and as true God. Jesus is tired from a long day of work. He's here sleeping in the stern of this boat. And, and there's some comfort in Jesus' humanity that we see here. He understands what it means to suffer. He is in that boat with us. He knows what it's like to face temptation. He knows what it means to mourn the death of a loved one. He knows what it means to be betrayed, to be abused, to be mocked. Jesus was here on earth on a mission to save these people who he cared so much about. He, he was willing to be faithful in that mission all the way to the cross to pay for the sins of the whole world. That's who's in this boat with his disciples. He knows the troubles that we face. He, he hears our prayers and then he promises to be with us. So when those stormy seas of life feel like they're swamping the boat, we're reminded by him, I am here with you. Here we see Jesus showing that he's true man as he's asleep in this boat, but then we get such a vivid image of his omnipotence, his power as true God. He speaks, and the wind and the waves obey. 
This is power unlike anything the world has seen since, since creation. Speaks and creation obeys. And the disciples realize all of a sudden who it is that's in the boat with them. This, this is God. Jesus goes from being an example of faith as he sleeps in peace during a storm to being the object of faith as he, as he commands the wind and the waves. And then he asks the disciples, do you still have no faith? Do you still not understand who I am? But that question that Jesus asked, do you still have no faith, seems a little bit odd because disciples did have faith. Well, at least a little bit. They're, they're asking, the whole reason they wake Jesus up is because they think Jesus can save them. So what was Jesus expecting in this situation? What was he expecting the disciples to see this massive storm rolling in and grab a cushion, lay down next to Jesus in the stern and, and take a nap? That, that seems like a ridiculous response. How could someone have that kind of peace in the middle of a storm? How can we find peace in the middle of our storms? Is that something that's even realistic? And as these storms come into our lives, we, how can we find peace? And this morning, I want to share with you an example of, of, I think, a good example of someone who had that kind of peace in a situation where it really made no earthly sense. And then that person is Horatio G. Spafford. And I, he's not a very famous person. I don't expect you to know who that is. But he is the person who wrote that, that hymn that we just sang, that hymn of the day, When Peace Like a River. And then it has that refrain in there, it is well, it is well, it is well with my soul. And, and it's a beautiful refrain. And it shows the peace that only a Christian can have. But what makes those words so incredible are not the words themselves, it's when Horatio wrote them. See, Horatio was no stranger to storms coming into his life. He was a lawyer that lived in Chicago in the 1800s, and, and he had five children. And in a, in a span of a year, his law business burnt down in the Chicago fire, and that same year, his only son died of a fever. But that's not when Horatio wrote this song. See, a few years later, he and his family, his wife and his four daughters, decided they were going to take a trip to Europe. But at the last minute, Horatio wasn't able to, he had some business thing that came up and he had to stay behind. But his wife and his daughters went along on a ship and sailed across the Atlantic. But on that journey, the ship had an accident. And, and the ship sank with his wife and his four daughters. And his oldest daughter was only 11 years old. And, and somehow, miraculously, his wife was one of the few people that survived that accident. And, and she made it back, she made it to Europe, and she sends Horatio this telegram that said, explaining what happened, and she has to type the word, say the words, only I survived. So immediately, Horatio gets on the next boat that he can to go across the Atlantic. And as he's making that journey, the captain of the ship knew what had happened. And, and he calls him up to the bridge. And, and he points out 
this is the spot, these waters is where their ship went down. So, so Horatio stood there and looked out at the ocean where, where that ship had sunk. And he looked for a while, and then he returned to his cabin and he wrote this hymn. He wrote, it is well with my soul. And if you read those lyrics, it really is incredible. In that situation where it seems like there's the, how could he have something like that? Well, it's a statement of faith. It's the peace, this true peace that only Jesus brings. Because he knew who his Savior was. He knew what his Savior had done for him and for his daughters. And so he wrote, it is well with my soul. But, but that faith is not always easy to have. And, and I'm not trying to stand up here and say, because there are storms in our life. There is sorrow. There is grief. There is pain. And I'm not trying to say those things are insignificant because they're not. Those storms are real. And, and they hurt. They come out of nowhere and they will knock you down. They'll, they'll bring you to your knees. They'll bring tears to your eyes. And you're left crying out to God. But what kind of a cry is that? And, and sometimes God does step in, and just like he calmed the storm, he miraculously calms the storm in our lives. But other times he doesn't. Sometimes that storm hangs around. Is it to test us? Maybe. Is it, is it to bring us closer to him? Maybe. Or it's some other reason that, that, that we can't see. So what do you do in that situation? And I don't know what, what, what it looks like for you right now. Maybe the seas seem pretty calm in your life, or maybe you feel like you're in the middle of a storm. Where do you turn? The only place that we can. We cling to Jesus in faith. Because Jesus, with this, this calming of the storm, not only reminds us that he is with us, but he reminds us of who he is and the authority that he has. Jesus is our peace. Look at the power that Jesus has. He, he speaks and the storms stop. That's our Savior. Our, our same Savior who is still with us today. That same authority that he had over the wind and the waves he has that same authority over fear. He has that same authority over death. He speaks and they go away. If you find yourself in a storm, look to him. We need to cling to him in faith. And, and we do so knowing that Jesus is the end of fear. I, I really love in this hymn how, how Horatio the last verse that he has. He, he talks about when our faith shall be sight, when the clouds be rolled back like a scroll. He's talking about judgment. And it's a day that the Bible describes as absolutely terrifying. But not for us. For us, that is the end of fear. For, for us, that's the end of uncertainty, the end of doubt. For us, that means, just like John wrote in his book of Revelation, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. 
They will be his people, and God himself will be, be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, or mourning, or crying, or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. That's the certainty that we have, even when we are surrounded by such an un, a world that's full of uncertainty. Jesus is still with us. The Lord of the universe is in the boat with us, and he promises to never forsake us. Jesus is our peace. So, so when storms, the storms beat you down, he is the one that brings us through it. And then he, we know and we look to him. We know that he is our peace. We know that he has won for us eternal rest, eternal peace. So why are you afraid? He is with you. He is your peace. Amen. Amen.